0: I just have a quick announcement. I was completely insane to think that I could record, edit and produce one podcast a week and still live a normal life. So after these two special editions of VFFs, I'm going to change it to releasing VFFs once a fortnight. This will mean the quality will be higher and I will have some sort of life outside of my computer screen. I've got to get away, start again. to find, but I've got to go outside. Happy New Year! Hello, Van fans. Welcome to another episode of VFF's Van Life Podcast. It's 2021. That shit show of a year, 2020, is now a thing of the past. Thank goodness for that. Thank you to everyone that wrote to me telling me that they enjoyed last week's episode. The amount of people that have told me that it's inspired them to do a journey or also people that have told me that um, listening to this podcast has inspired them to go out and get a van, that just, I can't explain how happy that makes me feel. I just think, yes, go, do it, like go on an adventure. If you would like to write to me, you can email vffs. Uh, what is it? <laughs> podcast at gmail.com or you can go to the Facebook page as well. Um, if you just type in VFF's Van Life Podcast, it should come up. Um, that's also a place where you can go to find out about any um, features that I'm going to be doing if you want to get involved and write to me. So, Van Life Confessions, yes. You loved hearing about people shitting themselves. Fabulous. I'm glad we're on the same page. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to read out some more van life confessions. As I said last week, if you are easily offended, I would close your ears because they are pretty crude. Right. Okay, so... Okay. So, I read um, poo number two last week from this person. This week I'm going to read poo number three as written. I'm just going to read it out as as it was written. Walking the dog and needed instant poo. Tied dog to fence. Hopped over the hedge and made a cow pat. Felt something tickle my butt. Looked down and the dog escaped its leash and ate my poo. That's lovely isn't it? What a lovely image. start your day (laughs) dogs why do they do that why do they eat poo it's so strange um okay shit cast that's what i'm now calling myself right next one we were out in the middle of nowhere in new zealand so in brackets mainly me filled the toilet in brackets again only we and my boyfriend told me repeatedly that it couldn't fit any more we in it but I forgot and went once more. The Next morning, we drove to a waste station and boyfriend saw that it had splashed out while driving and started having a go at me. He was so mad that he picked it up in a huff and it slipped out of his hands, dropped and it erupted, literally covered his whole face, hair and chest and legs in my pee. It was dripping from him I just stood there with my mouth open, shocked, and then we heard laughing. There was a couple in the car behind that saw everything and were rolling around in their car. It was Christmas, so we had to drive for miles to find somewhere for him to shower. Oh my gosh, Uh, it was Christmas, wow. Merry Christmas, <laughs> Oh... That is so good. I can just imagine her laughing at him and he, he was mad with her anyway. Oh, fantastic. And the last one for this week, which is one of my favourites. Okay. Staying at a park up in the middle of nowhere in West Wales, not a street lamp for at least five miles. I had eaten something in the daytime which had given me what felt like terminal wind to the point that I couldn't stand my own company in the van. I switched all the inside lights off so it wouldn't attract moths, opened all the windows and went for a stroll around the van. I noticed that it was a completely clear, starry night with no light pollution and sat on a rock enjoying the night sky in all its glory. Feeling confident that I was all alone in the universe, I lifted my leg and did the longest fart I have ever done. It was like a motorboat travelling at a leisurely pace on the river. Then a female voice in the darkness piped up and said, 10 out of 10 for duration, but you really need to work on the resonance. Well played, followed by giggles. It was only then my eyes adjusted to the near zero light to make out the shape of a small dark coloured van. My apologies went unanswered and I went to bed. Thankfully, when I woke in the morning, the other van had gone so, no red faced good mornings to endure. So, I replied to this person asking them if they'd ever beaten their 10 out of 10 score. And they replied saying, I've not beaten that score before or since. I don't think I've eaten crab since. <laughs> oh my God. I sound like in- I sound insane. Oh dear. Thank you for making my day. Just the, the image that it was. It sounded like a motorboat travelling along a river <laughs> at a leisurely pace. Oh, yes. If you have any van life confessions you'd like to send me, you can email me, as I said, vffspodcast at com. The only other confession that I can think of is I really love to listen to music in my van and dance. If I'm feeling in the mood i get my disco lights on and i just listen to like music and just jump around and dance and stuff what i didn't realize when i'm dancing and listening to music in my van is that from outside the whole van is just rocking back and forth (laughs) and to anyone looking on i'm sure that the first thought that comes to their head is that there's someone having rampant relations inside the van. But it couldn't be further from the truth or any more innocent. It's literally just me dancing to music, just being like, woo, I love my life. (laughs) And like, yeah, that's been really embarrassing sometimes when I've stepped outside and realised that people have been watching my van rocking up and down. (laughs) But I try not to think about it now. Right, so it's time to rejoin my journey across Europe. And it's time for part two of Destination Bulgaria. Hope you enjoy it. Mile 540 BP Garage on the A36 near Noir, France. So today is the day that I cross through the border, hopefully, to Germany. So I'm just getting all my documents ready, I've got my passport here um, and I've got all my vehicle documents and stuff as well, I'm just sorting them out. I had such a good night's sleep last night in the service station because it's completely flat. I've been for a little walk, I've done some stretching. I'm trying to keep my like physical fitness up as much as I can. Got about three hours driving ahead of me before I hit the uh, border. I'm really, really glad that I made this decision to carry on, so wish me luck. Mile 660, Grunern, Germany. Average speed, 40 miles an hour. Road, fast moving, single lane traffic. Volkswagens and BMWs zooming to overtake in an orderly fashion. Mood delighted. I did it, I did it, I am now in Germany. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I drove along the road and then the road signs changed and I'm in Germany now. That's it, nothing, no border, no checks just drove over the road and was in germany cannot believe it it was a real shock driving in germany because it's not locked down in the same way that france is and it was really busy there was lots of traffic and lots of people around and it was really nice to see people (laughs) i've got a really great place to stay overnight it's totally flat again so i'm just loving my life right now they drive so fast here that i couldn't keep up with the traffic i was just holding up the traffic and people couldn't overtake because it's too busy i'm just delighted i can't i cannot express my delight at this border crossing (laughs) yes i did it my good god what a morning I've just driven up a mountain, basically. The windiest road ever and there was like a trucker behind me and it was going right up my ass and I didn't know what to do. So I went into the outside lane to let it pass because it wouldn't overtake me. I don't think they're allowed to here. And it it didn't fucking overtake me. My bloody sat-nav, right, is an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke. <laughs> The next few days, I abandoned recording for some reason, but let me fill you in. I spent the next few nights in Germany. Two in municipal campervan parking areas, pleasant, and one in a shopping centre car park, dodgy. Driving through Austria, I enjoyed beautiful scenery and pleasant driving. I took my first shower since leaving the UK. 1 euro for 10 minutes of hot water. The best 10 minutes of my life. Day 11, mile 1,080. Campingplatz, deutsch Austria. Average speed, 55 miles an hour. Road, nightmare. Mood, exhausted. It's day 11 now of this road trip. I haven't recorded anything for the last few days. I don't really know why to be honest, I just didn't feel like it. So I made it across Germany. I'm now in Austria and Germany, I just stayed on the motorways. It was absolutely fine. It was really good driving. In my van, it's so slow. I drove 200 miles in one day and it took me such a long time and it really tired me out. And I know that sounds crazy if you've got like a more modern van, but it's a 1993 van, right? I've got an oil leak so I have to have the windows closed all the time so I'm not breathing in cooked oil. The engine is so loud I can't listen to music or anything. Um, And I actually have to wear earplugs. I can hear the noises still of the road and everything. It just takes the the edge off. So, you know, it's a difficult situation. The other thing is I don't have a fan or any kind of cold air. So it's like boiling hot. So I'm getting like roasted every day. (laughs) I'm getting like cooked basically. When I have, like, a more modern van and I have, like, an actual cold air source and maybe I can open the window and maybe I can listen to music, that would be pretty cool. So, you know, it's good to start from a certain level and work your way up. I had a very proud moment the other day. I passed the 1,000 mile mark and I also passed the halfway point. Okay, so today I'm telling you guys about Fetcher Chocolates. Fetcher Chocolates is an independent, female-owned business that sells luxury, handmade vegan chocolate. I've been eating vegan chocolate for years and nothing comes close to Fetcher Chocolates. It tastes amazing and it looks beautiful. It really is the perfect gift for special occasions and something that everyone can enjoy. It's dairy, gluten and soy free, so great for allergy sufferers, but also for anyone, I mean this chocolate is so good, you don't have to be vegan to enjoy it. There are classic flavours such as milk chocolate mousse and golden salted caramel, as well as these special Christmas flavours, gingerbread, milk chocolate orange and white chocolate candy cane. I loved the Blackberry mousse Bar with homemade bramble jelly and real blackberries. I'm definitely going to be getting that one again. It smelt incredible and it tasted so good. When I received my order I was really impressed with the beautiful presentation. The colours are brown and black with a really classy gold logo and the packaging can all be recycled as paper so no plastic in sight. Fetcher also plants trees to offset the packaging so it's an eco-friendly choice as well. When I want to buy a friend a beautiful, delicious gift, I just go to fetcherchocolates.com and I get them a gorgeous gift that they will love. Fetch your Chocolates are offering listeners of this podcast 10% off with promo code VFF. Enter promo code VFF at checkout to receive a 10% discount on your order. Yep, that's 10% off. So go on, go to fetcherchocolates.com and get that chocolate in your life. You will not regret it. I'm using the Park4Night app for most of my stops and some of these stops are in like small towns and I haven't had any kind of complaints from anyone but personally I just feel really paranoid that like the people obviously don't want me here, they don't want me like spreading the plague around so I feel like I can't really do anything. Um, For example in the place I'm in now it's like a tiny little farming town and I don't want to go walking around, I just feel like it's not appropriate. I've spent pretty much all my time, for the last couple of days, My all my time has been in the van and that's been really difficult, I'm just having like a bad couple of days. In the last place I was staying at, I woke up really early and I just decided to get on the road because um, I, w- I just wanted like half a day off driving because I have been driving now for 11 days and I'm feeling pretty knackered. So um, I decided to, like, have, like, a bit of time off. So I got here hoping that I'd have, like, a stress-free drive in the morning and it was, like, really fucking difficult drive because I'm on a motorway which is, like, in the border triangle between um, Austria, Slovakia and um, Hungary and there's quite a few big cities around here. You've got, like, Budapest, you've got Vienna, you've got Bratislava there's like a lot of traffic and there's a lot of like merging lanes and there's also a lot of roadworks and a lot of the road was like really narrow really narrow but people were still going like fast and I found it really stressful to be like driving on these like really narrow roads but like driving fast like trying to keep up with the traffic right next to like a concrete wall basically fucking asshole truck driver I was like right up my ass for like probably about half an hour just like what the fuck do they want me to do like I can't move out of the way (laughs) I think I've I've 100% got a bit of cabin fever as well I mean probably obvious to anyone listening to this so today I'm going to cross over the Hungarian border I've only got 24 hours to cross the country Because the borders are closed and you're not allowed to go to Hungary right now, apart from to transit. I'm just like worried about Romania. I've heard like it's got like the highest fatality rate in Europe and like I've heard that people drive like dicks there. Day 12, mile 1450. Truck stop off of the M43 Hungary-Romania border. Average speed 55 miles an hour. Road empty and straight. Mood knackered. Right. (laughs) I really wanted to capture this magical van life moment. I'm at the border of Romania. It's 6.20am. I've been awake since 20 past two this morning. I woke up. And I could hear something, it sounded like moving around. First, I thought it was like a big moth or a fly or something like that. Then I realised it was more like a scrabbling noise, like, so it was something quite big. So I turned the light on and I see a mouse crawling along my bed. <laughs> and I lost my shit. I jumped out of bed and I started screaming. Get out, get out. I opened the door and got my broom and started bashing the wall and like trying to scare it out basically. Didn't work because on closer inspection to my van. Can I just say, yes, I know this isn't making much sense but I'm fucking tired, okay? (laughs) So anyway, there's a couple of like holes in in the walls of my van, right? That's just how it is, it's not fucking perfect, alright? right. (laughs) anyway these fucking mouse was like crawling around in the in the holes in the wall also i could hear it crawling over all my like food which i store under the bed i realized that last night when i parked up here at, at the truck stop i had like reversed the back end of my van it was like right over some grass and stuff and i think they must have got in from there i spent about two hours trying to get it to go out the back door so I had the door open it was so cold and then um I thought oh maybe I could try and catch it I got a plastic bag put some peanut butter in it I tied a piece of string through like the handle so I could like pull it up really quickly <laughs> if the mouse came and I just sat there I just said to myself now we wait and I just sat there and waited and waited and waited and waited and it didn't work then I called my boyfriend and started crying going there's a mouse there's a mouse and do you know what it was like 3 in the morning his time and now I know he's a real keeper because he wasn't mad with me this has been definitely the worst night so far Day 14, mile 1700, Calamanesti, Romania. Average speed, 45 miles an hour. Road, terrifying. Trucks, making me cry. Mouse, still at large, eating my food and shitting everywhere. 1700 miles of driving was just training for this part of my journey now i'm in romania it is sketchy as fuck the roads are so dangerous oh my god it's crazy i didn't talk about hungary so i actually drove straight through hungary really easily the roads were like insanely amazing it was just straight good roads the whole way and it wasn't busy and it was so good so it's five thirty in the morning right now. I'm sat in my van, ready to drive my second day in Romania. The people drive like fucking assholes. It was. I just felt like I was really unsafe. I, I'm. I kind of don't want to talk about it because I'm just about to do it again. <laughs> so what happened yesterday? So for example. People just undertake you at slip roads. People are like overtaking in the opposite roads and like going back into traffic just in time. There's like animals walking around on the road. I turned one corner and there was a road maintenance guy. I'm not exaggerating. He was stood about three meters into my lane. Basically, in the middle of the road, just stood there kind of thoughtfully looking down at his leaf blower, just in his own little world. I had to swerve to avoid killing him. So, yeah, now I've got another really windy road for the next two hours. That's why I'm leaving at half five so I can try and beat most of the traffic. The people are right up my ass. I did, I mean, I thought I had problems before. I am never driving here again when I get to Bulgaria I am not driving back this way I just really hope that this isn't the last recording I ever do okay well what can I say it's now 10 in the morning I've just driven on the road of death and I survived so that's good I am feeling more confident than I was yesterday but it has been so difficult until I reach my final destination in Bulgaria I've got a about three hours and five minutes pretty close now to my goal so wish me luck right i am now about 15 miles away from the border of bulgaria <laughs> i can't believe it i'm speechless honestly that the roads actually to here have been perfect they've been flat and they've been two lane roads when i say flat what i mean is straight <laughs> i'm really tired i'm so close now i can't believe it i can't believe it i just hope they let me in hi ho silver oh dear okay yeah. let's do this here i come bulgaria (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I need to stop laughing like a maniac Oh my god, I'm on nine I'm on one thousand nine hundred and ninety nine miles here we go this is mile 2000 past the border yet but I'm very very close now there's loads of trucks here Uh, I if I never see another truck again I'll be happy honestly okay I think I'm passing okay here we go we're getting there now I can't believe it oh my god (laughs) believe it we did it Ronnie we did it Ronnie well done well done Ronnie you were brilliant Ronnie you were the best ah! Not bad, not bad. Right then, okay, well, here I am in my van. I'm at my accommodation, which will be ready tomorrow. So, so one more night in the van, and then that's it. I've got somewhere to live. Uh for a month, while I look for my house. So that's very exciting. I am so tired, but I feel amazing. I can't believe that tomorrow, when I wake up, I don't have to drive anywhere. Wow, well, I'm here. I'm in Bulgaria. What more can I say? Completely exhausted. And so proud of myself. (laughs) Thanks for listening to VFF's Fan Life Podcast. If you want to write to me, it's vffspodcast at gmail.com. See you in a couple of weeks.